0: Good evening. And welcome. Thank you and, and welcome. We have uh, 4.3, the adaption, adoption of the agenda. We have one known change, and that's uh, item 14.3.10, Medical Device Training Institute, MDTI/LLC. Any other changes from the board? Seeing none, I'll ask for a motion and a second. Approved and properly seconded. All those in favor in adopting the agenda with the change, signify by saying aye. Opposed? Motion carried. Moving to 5.0, public comment general. At this time, the board will devote a total of up to 15 minutes for comments to the Board of Trustees regarding any subject not appearing as an agenda item for this meeting, but over which the board has jurisdiction. The public may ask the board to place an item related to the business of the district on a future board agenda. No action or discussion will occur at this time on such items. Individuals will be limited to a five-minute presentation. At this time, I'll pull those in attendance regarding their intent to speak on any uh, item on the agenda. I do have one speaker card, and I ask that Diana Shabodi approach the podium.
1: Hi. Um, first, I want to um, acknowledge that I'm going to talk about something that's on the agenda that, Ron, I did not run by you, and I really literally did not have time Um, because I just um, read these today. I tried to read over the weekend, and I couldn't get to these couple of items, and they were pointed out to me by other faculty. But I would like to say that I am very concerned about two items on your consent agenda regarding, um, and I had the numbers, um, 14.3.8 and 14.3.9. The agreement for $45,000 plus to place the schedule in local newspapers seems outrageous, particularly since the contract is utilizing student success funding. This funding should be directly linked to student success. Even if the Chancellor's Office agrees that advertising is allowable, which I am not sure that it does, it is very unclear how receiving a printed schedule will help a student succeed in a course. The other item for 6125 for a feasibility study for international student program, the fees are for two days of meetings and a day and a half of report writing. Not only is it difficult to see how interviewing existing MVC students and employees will lend itself to a plan to recruit additional international students, paying $17.50 per day to do this is unconscionable. Other colleges already do this. Why are we not calling them? Why are we not working to replicate rather than hiring um, someone else to figure out what somebody else has already done? What makes both of the above examples so appalling and unacceptable is that faculty and classified have literally begged for professional development and training on our campus. not optional training that is simply fun and enjoyable, but real and necessary training. So I want to give you one example. The campus has indicated an intent to shift to a new platform for online instruction, Canvas. This will require faculty to be trained to use it and IT to be trained to support it. The college has suggested that several faculty be trained and then serve as trainers um, for other faculty. Neat idea, except that when you consider those faculty trainers are expected to provide that training for free to other faculty. The committee had to look hard to find money to even find the cheapest training possible to train the faculty trainers. I am asking that you as a board vote both proposals 14.3.8 and 14.3.9 down so that those funds can be used to provide faculty and staff needed trainings that will directly impact student success on this campus.
2: Thank you very
0: much for your comments, Diana. Is there anyone else in the audience or approaching the podium that wishes to speak towards public comment general? Hereby seeing none, I hereby close the public comment 5.0. Moving on to 6.0, resolution honoring outgoing student trustee Gabriel Sanchez.
2: Resolution by the
0: Board of Trustees of the Napa Valley Community College District in honor of Gabriel Sanchez. Whereas Gabriel Sanchez was elected to serve as a student member of the Napa Valley College Board of Trustees and represented the Associated Students of Napa Valley College and the community at large with dedication commitment from May 2015 through May 2016 and whereas Gabriel Sanchez indefatigable in his advocacy for student success as well as community and charitable causes and his thoughtful approach has propelled the college past obstacles and helped them to attain personal and professional goals while holding himself to the highest standard of behavior as an elected official and Whereas Gabriel Sanchez recognized the importance of Napa Valley College's role in the statewide community college system, and collaboration with legislative and executive actions in Sacramento, through his contributions, connections, and activities in Sacramento and with statewide organizations, and whereas Gabriel Sanchez was instrumental in enhancing the student-centric focus of the board, promoted social consciousness at every turn and collaborated effectively with, with and fairly represented the associated students of Napa Valley College without personal bias by conscientiously representing all student needs and whereas his dedication inquiring mind and collegial work style and ambitious focus to prosper. Please scroll it up a little bit.
2: <laughs> At every oh, here it is! Gosh, amazing! Thank you very much.
0: Bres's dedication, inquiring mind, and collegial work style, ambition, focus on proper process, and diligent service was of tremendous value to the college board, and student body through improved student success and physical stability. And now, therefore, be it resolved that the entire college community extends its appreciation to Gabriel Sanchez and wishes his much success in his journey to complete a four-year degree.
2: Go. Go ahead. <laughs> Let me see. Um we say things? Oh, okay. All in favor of
0: this resolution, signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Thank you very much. To a man, that certainly made a difference to me personally and his contributions to the board immensely. Open it up to Marianne.
3: I've really enjoyed working with you, Gabriel, and uh, love your passion. Um, I love that you came with a true spirit of all the students uh, in mind and uh, not a personal agenda. And I think that's really important for that role. And uh, and you're just so smart. And I
4: wish you all the best. I'd just like to say you. Your dedication and the level of hard working. I know what a tough schedule you had, and yet you still put the adequate time to do this job right. And you weren't afraid to call us on our BS either. And but not just for the sake of doing that; it was for real things. And I uh, I appreciate that. Believe it or not, I, I really do. And I think you're going to go far. I really do.
5: Well, first, let me congratulate you on. Um, the becoming the new AS student body president for Napa Valley College. And, and it's going to be another year of, of growth for you in terms of being exposed to other, uh, to new solvable issues. So uh, thanks for your input here. Very meaningful.
6: I, I think what I'm going to say, this kind of goes a little bit off of what Dan said, but one of the things that I'm most impressed with uh, you know, is the fact that, yes, you, you came here, you didn't necessarily agree with everybody, you had your own opinions, you shared them, you had your, the strength to do that. And I think uh, everything you did here really showed me your integrity, your honesty, and your commitment. And I couldn't ask for, I don't think any of us could ask for anything more. So thank you very much, and, and good luck on, on the rest of your career.
0: Amy. Welcome back.
7: Um, I I appreciate how much you wanted to learn about every aspect of the the process and about the college, and I think you probably interviewed everybody wanting to understand the different roles, so I just appreciate your desire for knowledge. And then I also really appreciate how process-oriented you are and how you always kept kept us on task in terms of Robert's Rules. Um, The purpose of Robert's Rules is to make sure that there's decorum and that everybody has a voice and has a chance to speak. Um, And, you know, I appreciate that you held us to the two-thirds vote to call the question and shut down discussion. And so, um, yeah, process-oriented and your desire for knowledge, I really appreciate that.
8: I think I agree with all my other fellow trustees here, and I think you have a very bright future, and I look forward to seeing you in your new role, and if there's anything that I can do in the future.
0: Yes, please.
9: I'd like to thank everybody here because um, this last year has been probably one of the largest uh, learning experiences of my lifetime. Um, You know, I went from being not the greatest student in high school to, you know, getting positions like this and getting exposure with, uh, you know, different community members, the trustees, um, different members of the, you know, the staff and the faculty and everything. And I really appreciate the time I had on here. Um, And you'll still all see me around. because I'm the president now, and um, I'll probably be doing the reports from here on out. So uh, thank you, everybody, and uh, thanks, everybody, who supported me being here, because I know I might have stepped on some toes sometimes, but thank you. 6.2,
0: 6.2, the annual review and approval of privileges granted to student trustees included in board policy BP 2015 as a student member. We vote on this as trustees every year. I'll move approval. it okay. been moved and properly seconded. All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye.
2: Aye. Good. 6.3, turn it over.
0: Dr. Kraft?
10: Thank you. Kelsey, you want to join me over there at the podium and we'll swear you in. Raise your right hand. Let's do this. Raise your right hand. Repeat after me. Hi, Kelsey.
11: I, Kelsey Hatfield.
10: do solemnly swear.
11: Do solemnly swear that
10: I will support and defend
11: that I will support and defend the
10: Constitution of the United States,
11: the Constitution of the United States,
10: and the Constitution of the State of California,
11: and the Constitution of the State of California against
10: all enemies,
11: against all enemies,
10: foreign and domestic,
11: foreign and domestic,
10: that I will bear true faith.
11: I will bear true faith and allegiance
10: and allegiance to the Constitution of the United States. States.
11: To the Constitution of the United States. And the
10: Constitution of the State of California.
11: And the Constitution of the State of California.
10: That I take this obligation freely.
11: I take this obligation freely.
10: Without any mental reservation.
11: Without any mental reservation.
10: And purpose of evasion.
11: Or purpose of evasion. That
10: I will well and faithfully.
11: That I will well and faithfully.
10: Discharge the duties into which I'm about to enter.
11: Discharge the duties into which I am about to enter. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you.
0: 7.0, year-end recognition. Uh, 7.1, the outstanding Napa Valley College Storm athletes, 2015-2016.
10: Sure. Um, every year we recognize some of the outstanding Napa athletes. I'm not sure, if, is Jerry here tonight or in, in presence? Then maybe what we'll just do is kind of walk this through. Are, do we have any athletes that are here and uh, attending as well tonight? Okay, so we'll just do the recognition and make sure that this gets its public due. Um, Students who participate in the intercollegiate athletics are required by the governing body, carry a minimum load of 12 units, as we know, and um, pass a minimum of 24 um, units per semester. Students must also maintain the 2.0 GPA in order to be eligible. A special note, 27 of these athletes that we're recognizing tonight carry a cumulative GPA of 3.5 or higher. In addition to being talented athletes and outstanding ambassadors of the best that Napa Valley College has to offer, there is a list of those folks as you can see there. So I think maybe just in uh, their honor, we'll give them a hand and and move along. Thank you.
0: 7.2 Phi Theta Kappa Awards for 2015 2016.
10: Same. I don't see Kathy, but Karen, um, Taylor is here, who is the uh, co-chair of that. um.
11: Hello. I was hoping for Kathy also. Um, I want to say that this year, once again, our students have made us very proud. Um, They've achieved quite a few honors. I believe that they're right up there. But I'm going to ask the outgoing president of Phi Theta Kappa to come up and talk about a few of the things that they've done this year. And I also want to point out that we had in the top 60 scholars in California, we had two students in the top 10 this year. Yeah. (laughs) So, Um, We went to the regional conference in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, hi, I'm Tiffany. We went to the regional conference in Las Vegas, Nevada, and we won four awards, one for a five-star chapter, and that's the highest level you can reach for a chapter, as well as the Make a Difference Day Financial Literacy Award, and we won first place for our Honors in Action project. And that was regarding the borders and boundaries that low-income students face when pursuing higher education. that this year, for the first time ever, we have the president of the California-Nevada region of Phi Theta Kappa is Jimmy Gonzalez.
0: Thank you very much, Karen.
2: Yeah, Mr.
5: Chair, can we us, just uh, ask the group just to stand so we can see all the how many people are on uh, the Phi Theta is with this? Stand. Oh, that's Thank fantastic. You. Someday when you're uh, ready to uh, sit in one of these seats someplace in the state of California or another state, just remember that, you know, this is your background and uh, you're, you know, you're ready to, To do it.
2: Don't be afraid. Don't hesitate. Congratulations. Thank you very much. 7.3 Napa Valley College Student Ambassador Appreciation.
12: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jolie St. Clair. Good evening to all of you and to the esteemed members of the Napa Valley College Board of Trustees. I am here today on behalf of Student Services and the Napa Valley College Welcome Center to spotlight the contributions made by our student ambassadors and their support of student success, the caliber of their work attitude along with their patience and sensitivity towards students of diverse academic, cultural, social, and educational backgrounds has been exceptional and has had a major impact in improving the delivery of our services. Therefore, on behalf of Student Services, the Welcome Center, and the Napa Valley College community, please accept these certificates in appreciation of your dedicated service as a student ambassador during the 2015-2016 academic year. I would like to ask that Vice President Oscar Dejaro join me in issuing certificates to the following individuals. Julia Pelez. <laughs> Julia is a human services major and will be graduating at the end of this semester. She is a volunteer tutor for English language development and enjoys dancing, swimming, and arts and crafts. In recognition of her support to the Welcome Center and the students of Napa Valley College, and for being an integral part of the 2016 Student Ambassador Program, we thank you for your dedicated service and commitment in providing your personal assistance to our students. Carmelo Ortiz. (laughs) Carmelo is a communications major and member of the Puente Club. His outgoing personality and eagerness to assist other students has been inspirational and proven him to be a significantly valuable asset to the department. Carmelo was recently invited to speak to the ninth grade class at Napa High School, where he shared his inspirational story of transforming from a struggling student to being appointed as a college ambassador. He is an avid soccer fan and enjoys spending time with family and friends. Gabriel Popescu. (laughs) Gabriel is a graduate of Vallejo High School and currently majoring in computer sciences with plans to transfer to UC Davis. Affectionately known as Gabe, he is a member of Student Supporting Students and the Robotics Club. His calm and relaxed demeanor creates a warm and welcoming level of comfort that is automatically felt by those seeking assistance. In his spare time, he performs as a DJ and enjoys video games and listening to music. Gabe is also the younger brother of former Napa Valley College student trustee and current Vallejo School Board Vice President Rusko Kayenge. Robert Lortz III. Robert is being honored tonight with a special certificate of commendation. He is a computer science major, and his goal is to transfer to UC Davis. Robert's dedication to supporting students brings him to the Welcome Center to provide his assistance to those in need, although he may not be scheduled for work during that time. He has been frequently commended by students and other visitors to the college on the delivery of his excellent and professional customer service. The energy and enthusiasm that he has brought to student services has earned him the honorary role of student concierge. Robert is also the son of Napa Valley College financial aid specialist Robert Bob Lort II. His hobbies include working with mobile technology, working on cars, and in his spare time serves as a volunteer at special events for foster youth. Alexander Tavizan. Affectionately known as Alex by students and staff alike, he is an interdisciplinary art major and also a member of Phi Theta, Kappita, Phi Theta Kappa and President of Student Supporting Students. He has routinely been praised for his strong leadership qualities and commended for his welcoming and professional attitude. Alex also works as a foster youth counselor and in addition to spending time with family and friends, enjoys snowboarding and adrenaline-based education adventures such as whitewater rafting. The respect, empathy, and personal attention that he shows to all students has been apparent from the very beginning, and therefore, because of his exceptional leadership skills, he was assigned the honorary role of lead ambassador. Alex will be transferring at the end of the semester and was recently accepted to over 17 different universities, including UC Berkeley and UCLA. There is a Buddhist philosophy that teaches the importance of repaying our debts of gratitude. Loosely translated, it states that there are four debts of gratitude that all living beings must repay. The first is the debt that we owe to the supreme law, which is based upon our spiritual and religious beliefs. The second is the debt that we owe to one sovereign for overseeing the protection of our rights and freedoms. The third is the debt that is owed to one's parents, as we could not exist without them. And the fourth is the debt owed to all living beings where we show our appreciation for each other. These students who are, we are here to honor this evening not only endeavor to achieve their personal educational goals, but give willingly of their time and knowledge to assist other students in navigating the paths toward their own success. The Welcome Center Student Ambassador Program not only teaches, guides, and supports these student leaders towards success, it also lays the foundation to ensure that these student leaders in tomorrow's world are guaranteed to assist each other in advancing our society as a whole. Napa Valley College deeply appreciates your extraordinary efforts in providing assistance to the institution, which has significantly improved the services for our students. Your work has increased the ease and efficiency in navigating the matriculation process, which directly supports the mandates of the current student success initiatives. You are to be applauded for your continuous and generous assistance and for going above and beyond the call of duty in support of the Napa Valley College Welcome Center and student services to encourage student success. You have also been instrumental in enhancing the public impression of Napa Valley College as a whole. Please accept our heartfelt thanks and gratitude for all that you have done and all that you continue to do. Thank you.
0: I'd like to ask for a hand for Joe Lee. She's been uh, just uh, a Thank you very much. Resolutions honoring faculty members retiring in 2015-2016. I have a reading assignment here. and. Uh, Dr. Junnie, would you like to say anything before
13: I start, or would you like to? Yeah, actually, I would if possible. um although I just see Dave or any of the other faculty here that I don't see? <laughs> what, what, uh, okay, so um so just Dave's here right now, so so um there's actually uh, quite a number of uh, f- retiring faculty that we're honoring tonight. Um, and so I, I'm going to say a few words about them, and then um, uh, Board Chair Baldini was going to read the resolutions. Um, I'm not sure how you want to do it with the ones that aren't here. But, um, but the first one, on the, we're, we're going to do it alphabetical. So the first one is Dave uh, Angliovich. Uh, Dave, Dave, actually, I'll, I'll go over here if you want to come up to the podium so people can see you. So uh, Dave, Dave uh, before coming to us, uh, received both his bachelor's and MBA in accounting um, from Wilkes University in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Um, wilkes barry okay, it just says it all, every letter. Um, uh, he, his bachelor's degree was in accounting with a minor in business. His MBA, obviously accounting, but his specialty was finance. Um, and then prior to uh, his teaching experience, and probably overlapping with some of his part-time work, he um, uh, worked as in the financial audit departments for uh, Bechtel, Crown, Zellerbach, and PG&E. Um, obviously, he knows his numbers well uh, as an auditor. Um, teaching experience prior to coming to Napa Valley College, he taught at the University of Massachusetts, uh, UC Berkeley, San Francisco State, the University of San Francisco, and then Napa Valley College. Um, He began here as a temporary full-time replacement um, in 1998 and was hired permanently in 1999, and he's been an invaluable member of the Napa Valley College faculty since that time. Uh, He served as the Division Chair for Business and Computer Studies from 2003 to 2010. He's been the Program Coordinator for Accounting Programs since 2000 to, um, to his retirement. Um, I think if you look at that date, you'll see that even prior to ten- receiving tenure, Dave was con- making large contributions to supporting the programs here um, in the business and computer studies division. He served on many academic senate committees in his career here. He's best known for his role as the co-chair of the budget committee. Um, he did that from fall of 2001 through fall of 2006, and then again from fall of 2010 to spring of 2014. Um, he, Dave also is known for some of his amazing hospitality events that he's had at his home, opening those up to uh, various college gatherings. Um, he's been a true champion for the accounting students, the programs in business and computer studies division, and the college's financial stability. Um, so I'd like to congratulate Dave Engliovich.
0: Resolution of the Board of Trustees of Napa Valley Community College District in honor of David Anglowich. Whereas David Anglowich, I'm just calling David, <laughs> Professor David, <laughs> <laughs> began as a temporary leave replacement in 1998, was hired permanently in 1999, has been an invaluable member of the Business and Computer Studies Division and the campus community for 18 years. And whereas David served as Division Chair for Business and Computer Studies, Division from 2003 to 2010, during his time as Division Chair, he served the division well and had the interest of the division faculty and students at heart. And whereas David has been the program coordinator for accounting program since, 20, since 2000 to present, and whereas David served on many academic Senate committees, he was the Academic Senate Budget Committee Co-Chair from Fall 2001 to Fall 2006. And He's the one that first introduced me to the uh, to the budget way back when. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, he's a true champion for the college's financial stability programs and curriculum development. And whereas David has held amazing hospitality events by opening up his home at Christmas and other times, so many occasions to the college to host gatherings. And whereas David has always on top of his game by staying current in the field of accounting education actively pursuing professional development in distance education, teaching, and technology. And whereas David said to those he knew best, I work 24-7, and that is enough. 24 hours a week, seven months a year. And he managed to get all of this done. You got on it. Of. Thank you very much, sir. Okay. And who gets your collection of attire, always in the casual uh, spirit and heart and soul? Now, therefore, be it resolved that the Board of Trustees and the entire college committee join in extending to David our sincere thank you and best wishes as he moves on to new adventures. Thank you very much.
5: David, before you speak, I have to, uh, it's not in the resolution, but to uh, thank you for your other life as a tennis player. David uh, uh, belonged to a, a local tennis group, and so when the physical education complex was being uh, addressed and uh, talk of tennis courts, uh, he filled his boardroom more than uh, once to uh, have what we have today of lighted tennis courts, and uh,
14: it's the right thing to do. and thank you. Well, thank you for remembering that, because a lot of people still do remember. That's why we now have six courts and not four. And, of course, should have eight, but that's beside the point. <laughs> uh, I'll just take a moment or two, and then we'll just get going. Uh, tonight I thought it was kind of interesting and appropriate that Michael is uh, signing on this particular resolution. Because as he mentioned, I kind of introduced him to accounting. But after we got through all of this, he just said, well, once you get us all set up and ready to go, what are you going to do? And I looked at him, and I said, I'm going to retire, and I'm going to go sit on a beach somewhere, and enjoy my life. Um, You may have noticed I walk a little slow right now. I have some illness, but hope to get through it very shortly and get back to what I want to be able to do. And the final thing is um, when you come here at the college, there's three things to remember in my mind. One is that it's a privilege, okay, and it really has been to work here. It's been an honor to work with the people who are here. And now I'm going to get on with my new duties. Okay, So thank you.
0: One question for you, David. I, I still have right here. Yes, I still have a certificate for a tennis lesson. Who do I redeem that with?
14: I've got to tell you, the way I'm playing right now, you can win all right, <laughs> every all right. single match. Thank you. Thank you. But you may personally come to my court and do it. Thank you. Okay.
15: Real
0: quick. don't Yes, Dean
13: Allen Yeah. The, uh, the So the others is Dean, Dean Elin from Machine Tool. Yes.
0: Jose Hurtado.
13: is yes. from Counseling.
0: Scott Rose.
13: Scott Rose is from Biology.
0: Janice Whitmer.
13: Janice Whitmer, she actually started in nursing and then moved to the psych technician program, and she actually was also qualified to uh, be a counselor.
0: Cliff Sikowski.
13: Also from the psych tech program.
0: Well, thank you all very much. You're out there somewhere. Thank you for all your service and and all the students that you've touched. Uh, We will remember. Thank you very much.
10: I would I'll also offer up that maybe Amanda and I and a couple other people can do flash um, announcements for these people in their classes or where we can find them and snap a picture and just do a, you know something. So we'll do that.
16: If you could entertain the motion.
0: To yes. I'm, I'm, uh, we've got all motion It's been moved and properly seconded. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Retirement. We're moving on to 7.5, emeritus status.
2: That's you, Jim.
13: Okay, so so ac- actually um, the, a- as uh, people retire from Napa Valley College, uh, whether they're faculty or classified or administrative role, they can be nominated for emeritus status through their constituency group. And so um, it is my pleasure to announce that um, Dave Angliovich, Laura Eklund, Dean Ellen, Jose Hurtada, Scott Rose, Jan Whitmer, and Cliff Saikowski have all been nominated for emeritus status through the Academic Senate. Um, And so I ask the board um, to approve that. Um, and um, there, there is a list of privileges that come with this. Um, I, I don't have that list in front of me, but if people are interested, we can get that, and, I, and I'm assuming the board has seen that. Um, there, Thank you, Carolee. So it's now projected um, that, that, that what, what they get, basically, for their emeritus status. Um, it, it is an honor, actually, to be recognized in this way. I mean, we're basically, besides honoring their retirement at this point tonight, which we're doing, we're, we're basically saying that they made a great contribution to this college, and will remember, will be remembered as such. Um, uh, one one of the things that happens for faculty that reach of status is they will continue to be listed in the back of our catalog uh, along with the current faculty that are, are um, currently at the college.
0: That last item should have an asterisk with recreational that include tennis courts, recreational facilities.
4: I move uh, to approve 7.5 emeritus status for the aforementioned people. Second.
0: It's been moved and properly seconded. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Congratulations. Emeritus status. Those named. Thank you. 7.6 McPherson Distinguished Teaching Awards 2015
13: 2016. It is actually um, my great honor to also tonight um, uh, report to the board the um, 2016 McPherson Distinguished Teaching Award winner. Um, And unfortunately, Dan's not here tonight, um, so I will abbreviate what I say, but I think it's important for you to hear part of it, and I know some of you were at the award ceremony. And so we we celebrated last Friday um, uh, Dr. Dan Clemens being the 57th recipient of the McPherson Distinguished Teaching Award um, and it was a great event and I, I think um, everyone who was there would agree to that. Um, th- this is a very prestigious award recognizing the contribution of, of outstanding faculty um, to uh, teaching and learning here at Napa Valley College. Um, the McPherson Award recognizes instructors who display excellent teaching and service to students. Um, Dr. Dan Clemens is a professor of biology He's worked at Napa Valley College since 2005. Uh, he, he has taught biology in a number of places. He has a great background. I won't go through all of that. Some of it is actually in the information that's posted in the board document um, in regard to his history getting to us. Um, he is very much appreciated both by his peer colleagues. Um, his, the biology faculty actually have referred to him as their little elf because he takes care of things that they don't even need take being taken care of. Um, He treats his students as if they were part of his family. He's very empathetic to them. He supports them in many, many ways. And he also teaches a very tough discipline, and he holds the bar very high. And so he does not, he he, he helps them be successful in a uh, a discipline that is difficult. Um, Many of his students have said that he is the teacher that they will remember that turned Um, them on to a a different type of learning um, and he'll be the one that when they're talking to their grandkids they'll remember as a great teacher that helped them do that. Um, And so it is a great honor for me to mention to you the board tonight that uh, Dr. Dan Clemens is the 2016 McPherson Distinguished Teaching Award winner.
0: Very much, Daniel, Doctor Daniel Clemens. Seven point seven administrative confidential employee of the year, twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen.
10: You, will, that's my pleasure. Uh, we're going to do it in a couple parts. Um, Ken Arnold, as you'll notice, is away training tonight at another institution, or, and um, I talked to. He's president of that that union. I mean that the classified administrative senate. Sorry, we'll get there. And um, he asked me um, to um, carry the water for him and talk about this tonight. Mark Covington, who's the vice president, asked if we could delay this till June so they could do a proper um, roasting of him. And and if anybody deserves it, it would be Ken. So I think that we shall do that. And um, so we'll just push this back for um, June. We'll come back.
0: We'll come back. Mm -hmm. You're all invited back next month. Mm-hmm. I miss the thing here. Uh-huh. All mm-hmm. right, seven point eight resolution in honor of National Nurses Week. The privilege to have uh, Maria Biddenbach.
13: So, Professor Maria Biddenbach uh, is going to give us a sh- uh, presentation and talk to you a little bit about uh, National Nurses Week.
0: Go ahead and, may I?
10: Do we read this, Res?
0: No, Go ahead. Yes. Resolution of the Board of Trustees of the Napa Valley Community College District in honor of National Nurses Week. Whereas the Napa Valley College Associate Degree in Nursing Program was started at the request of the community, which expressed the need for registered nurses, and whereas the Napa Valley College Associate Degree in Nursing Program admitted first class of students in 1970, and whereas the Napa Valley College Associate Degree in Nursing Program graduated its first class of students in June 1972, and whereas the Napa Valley College Associate Degree in Nursing Program has continued to support the needs for registered nurses in the local community and surrounding areas, and whereas since 1990 National Nurses Week is celebrated annually from May 6th which is known as National Recognition Day for Nurses, through May 12th, which is the birthday of Florence Nightingale. The founder of Modern Nursing, and whereas National Nurses Week is a time of year to reflect on the important contributions that nurses make to provide safe, high-quality health care, and whereas the nurses, faculty, and staff of the Navajo Valley College Associate Degree in Nursing Program support and honor each other along with Our nurses from various clinical agencies who collaborate with us in the education of our future nurses. I always ask when I go in for bloodletting if you were a a graduate of the Napa Valley College, otherwise, no blood. Uh, (laughs) Now, therefore, it resolved that the Board of Trustees and the entire college community join to acknowledge and honor the nurse faculty. Both full time and adjunct of the associate degree in nursing program, the vocational nursing program, the psychiatric technician program, and the EMS program at Napa Valley College. Adopted by the Board of Trustees at its regular meetings. i need a vote here. Motion and a second. Second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 National Nurses Week. Turn it over to
17: Thank you very much. Good evening, board, community members, students, and other Napa Valley staff. I uh, put together just a little short PowerPoint to sort of tell you who we are really quick. And, of course, as was mentioned, the community asked for this program. They needed registered nurses. We have a community hospital here in Napa that employs a lot of our graduates. We also have Napa State that is right across the street that also employs a lot of our graduates. So you see the numbers there. We've been here since 72, so by calculation, I may have to ask Dave to calculate this, but I think we're at about 45 years. So if you number about 40 students per class, and at one point when we did have a grant, which was about 05, 06, we were admitting two classes per year, of about 40 students, and then we got some additional funds and were able to admit additional students because I remember having a class of about 60 to 70 students in uh, in our class. So American Nurses Association, and I put this up so that if anybody is interested, they can look up the link. Again, they have been supporting nurses since 19, 1896, And they officially designated um, National Nurses Week from May 6th through the 12th. One of the things that we did from our uh, graduating class is we put together a health fair. And I don't know if anybody had an opportunity to participate in that, but we were out here in the uh, plaza, rather, in front of the library, and we're able to do some health screenings for our students we hope to make this an annual event and, and try to schedule it during Nurses Week. And then we also had they, the students were our fourth semester students, so they're getting ready to graduate at uh, the end of May. We also had our second-semester students join, and they were a little more uh, optimistic and are wanting to do this even more frequently because they felt the need among our student population to do screenings regarding blood pressures, education on nutrition, exercise, etc. So you may see them out on the tennis field. Um, 1.6 million students are projected to graduate from college, and this is a low number. This is from 2015. And even then, you probably have heard about the requirement for health insurance for all of um, people here in, uh, in the uh, states. But there's going to be a need, an even bigger need. I know sometimes we're challenged with making sure that our graduates are hired but I recently, well, actually on Monday, I had a nurse recruiter who wanted to participate in our health fair and was wanting to hire our, nurse, our students on the spot. And uh, important to note that starting salary for a new graduate is about a little over $7,000 a month, which is good. Uh, we do encourage them to continue on for their advanced education. So we also had three representatives from universities who also talked to students and offered them options of pursuing their bachelor's degree along with their master's degree if they already had a bachelor's in another area. Um, There's a um, website here. Oh, is it? Oh, well. And what this does, it gives um, projections or gives you information. This particular um, business takes information, data, statistics, and puts it in a nice, really visual. So it gives you information on how many females, how many males are in nursing, along with um, what or how soon they're able to get employment after they graduate, which is at the bottom. So 41% of them are able to get hired right upon graduation with a total number of 88%. So most of our graduates do find employment. Uh, The other... Uh, this is just some pictures from our uh, fair. The other thing the students participated in this morning, I had about nine students help me with uh, health screenings uh, for the Latina Women's Conference that was held up in Yonville. We had well over 200 Latina women attend that conference. And then they will also be participating in a health fair that is to be held in September of this year over at Kaiser. And we see well over Several hundred people there to do screenings. And this is just a certificate of recognition for them. And I thank you for your time.
0: I think we're dangerously close to being on time. So we're going to take a recess and enjoy the cake and coffee and get to know one another again. 7.8. 7.8 Oh yes, we need that resolution. Did we We did it. We did it. Yes. Thank you very much. Let's see some cake. <laughs> Carly, are you ready to go? All right. Uh, Gabriel Sanchez uh, expressed that he would return after he takes care of some classes. So we're uh, at 9.0. Public comment in general. And again, uh, this is appearing for a second time. At this time, the board will devote it an additional 15 minutes for comments to the Board of Trustees regarding any subject not appearing as an agenda item for this meeting, but over which the Board has jurisdiction. The public may ask the Board to place an item related to the business of the district on a future Board agenda. No action or discussion will occur at this time on such items. Individuals will be limited to a five-minute presentation. I'd like to ask Carolee if you've received any additional speaker cards. I have not and is there anyone from your vantage point, anyone approaching the podium? So I hereby close the public comment section 9.0 and move to 10.0 constituent group reports. I'll begin with uh, Amanda Badgett, who
18: represents the Academic Senate. Good evening, board. Um, I want to echo actually what Jolie was saying earlier this evening regarding appreciation. It seems like that's what we do this time of year. And I want to do a special shout out to um, Dave Englovich for his service to the college over these many years and since he was able to join us tonight, as well as Dean Elen and Crystal and um, Scott Rose. And um, I also would like to sh- Show publicly my appreciation to Dan Clemens, the um, latest recipient of the McPherson Distinguished Teaching Award. Um, I would like to, in in the interest of brevity, I won't linger too long. But I've had the pleasure today of, um, uh, excuse me, um, participating. There we go. Uh, the Jessamine West. Uh, gathering that is something that happens yearly and uh, i 've been since i 've been here full time since two thousand and eight have had the pleasure of participating and it is a it 's a wonderful gathering of uh faculty and students and a, an opportunity for students to showcase their work, which was really quite extraordinary today um, uh, some of the Public reading was more performance art, and it was all the more um, wonderful for that. And many of the students uh, pointed out the inspiration of their faculty, such as Iris Dunkel and um, Carling Quarry and Aaron DeFranco and Lysianov are all in the English department. And then I went from there back to my own department, where we had our uh, opening for the student art show, which is currently on view. And, um, and down to the incredible talent of my uh, colleagues, Fane Hancock, Rue Brighamann, John Dotta, those students produced extraordinary work, painting, print and printmaking, drawing, photography. And we got to see, in fact, Tonight, one portion of our very, very um, impressive students here, one of whom is to my left, and Gabriel, who's somewhere. He's in class. <laughs> okay. In a lab. He's in class. Is also another shining example of that, and I, I would just simply say that all of this is evidence of the quality of the programs we have at this college, and the programs we have at this college are the quality they are because of the integrity of the program. They're programs that have been developed through processes that include faculty driving the programs, driving the curriculum, vetting the curriculum, evaluating the curriculum, making changes where necessary, updating curriculum to meet industry standards in the case of CTE. And I simply want to remind us all that it's the quality of our programs that supports students and I don't want to lose that as we try to find alternative ways of funding what we do here I I must say we cannot lose the integrity of our programs our name needs to be on our programs um I will say then in closing, I'd like to acknowledge um, Terry Juni, whom I've worked with now since he arrived in 2013 in January, first as curriculum chair and then as academic senate president. And it's been a pleasure and an honor to work with him. I'm not sure he would say the same altogether, all but um, I want to thank him for his service to this college and the support he has provided for learning at this institution. Thank you. Thank you very much.
2: Administrative Confidential Senate report
0: for the employee of the year, Ken Arnold. 10.3, Associated Students of Napa Valley College report, Kelsey Hadfield.
11: Thank you. Good afternoon, trustees. Good evening. Uh, my name is Kelsey Hatfield. I'm the incoming student trustee, and I will be presenting the ASNBC report for this month as our vice president was unable to attend due to work scheduling issue. ASNBC just currently wrapped up our yearly elections. These are the results. Gabriel Sanchez as president. Brandon Contreras as vice president. Dominique Aleda as Secretary, Kelsey Hadfield as Student Trustee, Rafael Monzo as Arts and Humanities Senator, Oscar Arias as the Business and Computer Studies Senator, Jose Parasa as Language and Development Studies Senator, Kimberly Ferry as Science, Math, and Engineering Senator, and Robin Rao as the DSPS Senator. We've just today set our budget for the upcoming year, and while we faced a reduction in funding due to a decrease in enrollment, we've been able to secure funding for our student activity center through the College Foundation. On behalf of our entire board, we are looking forward to ensuring that all the responsibilities that ASMBC has been tasked with are fulfilled, as well as being a catalyst for change on campus on behalf of the student body. Next month, we will be holding our board leadership retreat at Westminster Woods in Occidental in order to train our new board members. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. For those listening at home, we're at ten four. 4 the Classified Association Report. Dixie Larson.
18: I, I got ousted from my seat, so um, I just want to say that um, I'm sitting in for Jan tonight, and I told her I would do this for her if, as long as there was nothing controversial to talk about, and she said, don't worry, we'll get Chris to do it. So <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just want to, on behalf of the Classified Associations, um, thank Terry Juni for all his um, work at the college, and we um, are going to miss you, and we wish you the best in your future endeavors.
0: 10.5, Classified Senate Report. Christopher Farmer. All
19: right, time to do the dirty work. Uh, no, no, it's not bad. Um, well, I want to start off with our employee of the month of May. Uh, and I had a hard time writing my email for this one. I had a hard time coming up with a lot to say about her, and it's not because she doesn't deserve it. Uh, but because she 's one of those employees that sort of silently goes about her work all day and uh, you might she 's not flashy she 's not bright she 's not up in front of the board talking, but she 's done it for years and when you start looking at all the stuff she 's done while she 's here she 's very accomplished she 's one of our longer tenured members of planning committee she volunteers for every subcommittee. Um, through planning committee. She's been on accreditation self-evaluation writing teams twice. She's been an active in the Senate for about nine years, almost since it was formed. Um, she is the secretary of the Upper Valley Campus. Her name is Joanne Stuvich. She's been here nine or ten years. She started in health occupations um, she is a non-credit faculty member, she teaches non-credit classes, she runs their student database up there, she does their fantastic website, so if you go to their website, it looks really, really good. That is her. She does flex activities, she teaches people how to do SharePoint, she does a lot of things and she does it silently and humbly. So that is our Employee of the Month for May, Ms. Joanne Stuvich, uh, the Secretary for Upper Valley Campus. I'd also like to point out April 27th was Administrative Assistance Day, so I'm sure you guys all said thank you to a secretary because none of us would be able to get anything done without them. Um, I also want to say, Dr. Juni, thanks, man. is was a great ride. Um, personally, I'm really sad to see you go. I don't know if everyone feels that way, but I think we, we, did, a lot of, we did a lot of really good things, and um, thank you. Uh, I would also like to really quickly reserve the right. I do have comments on agenda item 14.3.8. If I could be recognized when we get to that agenda item, it would be great. Thank you. Thank you
0: very much. The 10.6, the Faculty Association
1: Report. To I'm going to pass out a resolution that was passed by the Faculty Association today. Um, and I will give it to you so that you can read it since you've already heard um, several resolutions tonight that were absolutely fabulous, and this is a little, well, it's, it's fabulous too. Um, but I, first I want to um, say that um, we are in, we just started our election process, so um, we have several contested positions for our association board, which I actually see as a good thing. So, we um, will be, the elections will run until next Friday morning and then they will be counted. So, this may very well be my last um, board meeting. Maria Biddenbach is um, challenging the office of president. So, we welcome that challenge and we are actually happy that we have contested positions. And many faculty on our campus are um, kind of um, taking on the charge to get involved. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is. Um, Giving a thank you to Ron several of us attended a joint meeting as we mentioned last month and Ron helped support the attendance of several of us at one of the events afterward it was a it was a fun time um, to be had and it was it was nice to have some collegial time with colleagues without the pressure of having to make a decision um, and the other thing I want to do is um, Offer my thanks and to um, our Vice President, Terry Juni, who is, is leaving us. I have already talked to his other faculty. No, <laughs> <laughs> I have. Um, and he is actually going to be working with some, some very excellent faculty. But I wanted to thank him, one, for um, our sparring and conversations on, on Title and Edcode, for his knowledge that he brought to our campus, and also um, to acknowledge the unseen cleanup that he has done in the Office of Instruction, the stuff that people don't see that happens behind the scene, that goes unacknowledged and un- unnoticed by most of us in the course of our day, um, and that, that we, we, needed, we needed that work done, and we were fortunate to have someone that will do that. And we will miss his attention to that detail, and I will miss his attention to the law because... I am also a rule follower. So, <laughs> so so you will be missed, and I hope to see you um, around the state in our travels. So, and now I have um, a statement to read. Um, so in 16 days, faculty at Napa Valley College will be off contract. Over the past year or so, I've heard many comments that seem to imply that faculty somehow have it easy and do not work all summer. I wanted to add some clarity to this belief and misconception about what off-contract days look like for faculty. When off-contract, faculty typically do the following. Teach summer school for NBC or other colleges. Read new editions and newly selected textbooks. Plan and review assignments and syllabi to better meet student needs and to better facilitate student learning of content. Dig deeper into their subject matter to increase knowledge and expertise. Explore and learn new facets and changes in their discipline. Experiment with new technology to better meet the needs and expectations of the millennial students gather artifacts to use in their teaching, serve as graders for national exams, update curriculum, revise lectures, develop new courses, and a multitude of other connected work-related activities. For me personally, in 16 days when I leave campus for what some call summer break, I will teach two online classes for NVC. I will continue exploring and learning to use Canvas, the new platform that I will need to master to teach online, for which NVC has provided no support or professional development opportunities to learn this platform. I will read not only six new textbooks, which I will try to figure out how to teach the content. I will review an additional four current textbooks for fall classes. I will make numerous videos to supplement my instruction. I will create new and edit existing syllabi. I will review my assessment data and critique my teaching and assignments to facilitate student learning in fall. And this for classes for which no SLO data will be collected and accreditation is not monitoring. I will lug home 11 to 15 textbooks and auxiliary materials so that I can plan and prep for fall semester I will continue my effort to perfect my delivery of my curriculum and I will desperately try not to drop my book in the lake as I did last year more to the point while I am off contract my colleagues and I will continue working and serving the profession and this college we will do this not because we are compensated for this work because make no mistake we are not We will do this because we are faculty and our students and their success is the reason that work without compensation on our off-contract days happens. So next time you encounter a faculty member going on summer break and think how lucky they are to be on that break, I encourage you to remember that while we may be sitting on a beach or in a kayak or on an airplane or at house at our homes, we are still working. We are still thinking about assessment and student learning. Our children still have to push our books off our laps to sit with us. In the event a faculty member chooses to not do any of the tasks while off campus, that is also okay and it should be valued. Asking or expecting a faculty member to work when he or she is off campus is the same as asking that person to take a reduction in wages. To expect a faculty member to work all summer when off contract would be like asking that person to take about a 30% reduction in pay. Faculty continue their service to education when off contract because our joy and success is felt in the successes of our students. Over the last eight years, I have worked with faculty from every college in our system in different capacities. And I can confidently say that at NVC, I work with some of the most skilled and dedicated faculty in this state. I am honored to call them colleagues and to serve as their association president this year. I hope that you, as a board, take an opportunity to acknowledge the work that faculty on this campus do at random times throughout the year and to remove the phrase, faculty do not work in summer, from your vernacular. Thank you.
0: 11.0, Superintendent President's Report. Thank you very
10: much, Diana. Thank you. Um, thank you. Um, Bill Hardy could not be here tonight. He had another engagement. And um, the Vice President, who is stepping in, Gerardo Martin, is also um, involved in a um, a Hispanic Chamber event, I believe, tonight. So they sent this. His apologies. Um, a couple things that um, they wanted to make sure that um, we conveyed to the foundation. As you know, the foundation is, has emerged as a very strong supporter of not only scholarships, but college programs. And um, Ben shared with me tonight some, you know, kind of good news on with the you know, student side. And Bill Hardy wanted to share that they've approved and going forward with their contribution of um, a little bit more than 31000 for the Student Activity Center. It's a, um, a remarkable amount that will really help to uh, create a space that I think is wonderful for them. They also are working on this VWT found, Foundation fundraising project. Um, what they're trying to do is work with an architect to get a vision of what a concept might be for a a either a building a future building or buildings that would enhance our current facilities. Um, it, it's still very conceptual, but um, the working title for that project is the, the Napa Wine College. The, the, you know, they're dealing really in the sphere of foundation fundraising. So. When you, because I know how people might read that. Um, so when you see these names or the uh, concepts or anything, these are these are fundraising concepts, and he wanted to make sure that you understood that. Scholarship presentations are underway. We're presenting at most of the high schools, as and I think some went on today, maybe, yesterday? yesterday? I'm sorry.
16: Yesterday was Napa High.
10: Napa High. Um, and um, as well as our own um, scholarship ceremony in two weeks. Um, and... The tally's kind of working up, but um, I think, I believe last year it was well over a quarter million, and it'll probably be over that again, I would assume. Um, Sadly, we are losing Joanne Junie, who has um, decided that she's going to accompany her husband on this adventure, which I think is a really good, who has proved extremely capable for a role in helping in their office. She's been fabulously uh, contributory to really the the effectiveness and um, where the, where the foundation has gone, so they're they're seeking a replacement, but he also said that the, she would never be able to be replaced, so he wanted to make sure he has said that to her. so that's that's their report. Um, I think if we can drop now maybe Vp's report and Bob I don't know if you had anything but no, I right. don't have a report tonight okay Oscar I just want to share that once again uh, may twenty seventh uh, we have commencement, so I believe most of you have already made your 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 reservations if you can be attending with, with Martha. If you haven't, please let me know, and I'll pass on the word to her. Okay? Thank you.
13: So I, I also have a report, um, and actually it started short, but it's getting longer. Um, uh, for, first off, actually, I, I would think that some of the people sitting at the resource table over here actually saw my notes because you said many of the words that I had planned on saying. Um, I, th- this is the last meeting of the Board of Trustees before um, summer, uh, and, and, um, and so uh, I do very much appreciate the work that faculty do over the summer But um, and, and I believe actually that some of the work that some of our faculty will do is I'm betting that Amanda and Diana will be here for many of the board meetings during the summer um, but I felt it was important for me to say um, in regard to my appreciation for the various parts of this community we've recognized a lot of people tonight um, but, but, but there are many that we didn't who are those behind the scenes like Joanne um, that are the adjunct faculty who bring um, actually you know a lot to, uh, to us that we don't realize I started out as a part-time faculty And so I know that one of the things that I brought, and I know our part-time faculty do the same, is that many of them work out in the real world. And so they bring experience to the classroom that um, is is very current, up-to-date, cutting-edge, not yet in the textbook because they're actually doing it. And so we should recognize that. Um, We also have to continue, as Chris has asked, to recognize the role of our classified professionals um, they oftentimes are the front line for our students um, in getting the services that they're looking for uh, receiving the support that they need um, and and oftentimes aren't recognized for that um, uh, and, and I'd also like to be sure that we also recognize the administrative staff um, that also are part of that behind the scene um, that don't always get recognition and oftentimes um uh, uh, are not appreciated in the way that they should be Um, and so all of those people um, including student workers um, and our students obviously bring to this college uh, great parts of what has made it a good school a great school um, uh, for this community Um, so you know as in my notes it says basically it's oftentimes those that go unnamed that work behind the scenes that truly are the reasons for our success and so we should remember that. Okay, so now, sorry, I, I, I'm not trying to be emotional, but um, um, it's it's not official yet, obviously, because I have not actually submitted a letter to Dr. Kraft, um, but, but um, this will be my last board meeting, um, and I appreciate very much the opportunity to work with all of you. So, pass the emotional part now to the part of my report that you need to hear because it's part of the business. Um, enrollment numbers, uh, we are into registration for summer semester. Uh, as of uh, this morning, we were, we are at 32% of our cap for enrollments. That's 1,300 unduplicated students that have registered. Um, this summer schedule is uh, not the largest that we've offered at Napa Valley College. Last summer's was two uh, co- two sections larger than this summer so it's really close Doug really wanted to call it the largest and I couldn't convince Diane to add three more sections just so he could um, uh, There, it it, it is uh, it's very similar to last summer um, it doesn't have two five week sessions, it has one so it has a five week session, a six week session an eight week session, it starts as early as June 2nd and so uh, basically we're going to start up the summer session as soon as uh, as soon as we can after Memorial Day weekend um, and and so I'm quite hopeful that that will bring in uh, well I, I, I know that it will provide to our students courses that they need to uh, continue in completing their educational goals um, we're hoping that it will serve students that are coming home for the summer from four year institutions so that they can also complete their educational goals while they're here um, in the valley and and um, and then from the Um, the the important part that the vice president also cares about is I'm also hopeful that it will help us meet the enrollments that we need to to reach base um, which we're still working hard to do and and it is large enough actually to do that Um, it's now uh, in the hands of us uh, marketing appropriately so that we can fill those seats so so as I always say to the board um, if you need a class you should register if you have family you should get them to register um, uh, to help us with that. Um, also I wanted to let you know uh, in regard to our program evaluation and planning process, so our PEP process um, which is Napa Valley's version of program review. Um, that process is a, it's an annual event in the sense that there are programs that are always going through PEP. It, it is a six-year cycle and so um, we go through all of our programs in, in a six-year time period Um, This spring, uh, in the 15-16 year, we we completed the PEP process for eight instructional and academic support programs. Um, That includes associate degree nursing, health occupations, humanities, the Napa Valley Cooking School uh, office administration, philosophy and psychology, and the academic support program, MESA, also went through the process. Um, This process requires uh, considerable analysis of data uh, work by faculty and staff within those areas to work with the um, the Office of Research and Planning, RIPI uh, Chris Farmer plays a very important role in, in helping collect the data um, uh, aggregate it and then also um, help help those that are writing it understand uh, some of the significance and meaning of that data um, this all comes together in a PEP forum that is a joint meeting of the Planning Committee and the Budget Committee um, and, and the programs that are being reviewed both the, the writers as well as the reviewers of that um, come together and discuss each of those um, uh, I, I, it, 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 it tends to be a long day um, it was a very productive day and the conversations that happened at that pep forum uh, were really good conversations um, and, and it, it, you know, it, it, it ended really great it, it also helped that one of the programs being uh, evaluated was in Napa Valley Cooking School, and Barbara can't go anywhere without bringing food. So um, that that also helped. Um, the other things I wanted to let you know about, uh, currently we're in the process of division chair elections. Um, there are three division chair elections that are they're going on right now, one for social science, one for SME, and one for LADS. Um, and the... the the, they're actually voting right now. Um, the, actually, I, I believe voting closed, well, voting closes tomorrow, and so we'll be, we'll be counting the votes Monday morning, um, and that will be announced. Um, sorry that that didn't get done before this board meeting, so that could be announced here. Um, and we are also recruiting a new LOAC coordinator. Um, John Dotta's term has ended this, at, at the end of this semester, um, and so we're recruiting a LOAC coordinator, and we made the decision, uh, going out, um, to help us um, in regard to where we are based on our accreditation report, um, we're actually um, recruiting two coordinators uh, to basically build a team that can help move us um, forward and help um, uh, get us to where we need to be. Um, and, and, you know, obviously a big part of that is driven by our accreditation and, and the, um, the recommendation that we received from ACCJC. Um, But I think a a really important part, and and this goes to um, what Amanda and and Diana were saying in their report, that that part of what um, we need the coordinator working with the Office of Instruction, Instruction Council, and Academic Senate as a whole to change the way we think of assessment, And, and we really need to change the culture here so that assessment is about improving student learning. It's not about checking a box for ACCJC. It, it is about us finding a way to collect assessment data to figure out what works and what doesn't and, and how can we improve student learning. And so that really will be a task that's being put on the two new LOAC coordinators that we're bringing in. Um, but they can't do it alone. Um, obviously uh, Dr. Warnall supports them greatly um, they have a committee, the LOAC committee, but, but um, Academic Senate also has to stand behind them. And and I'm saying this to the board out loud, too, because we've talked a lot over the last year about the fact that we really need to focus on the, the four big committees and responsibilities on this campus. And, and three of them you hear a lot from, Planning, Budget, and the Curriculum Committee, um, L- LOAC, the Learning Outcome Assessment Committee. Um, we, we haven't held our culture has not held that committee in as high a regard as we need, and and so um, we have to start changing the way that this college thinks about uh, learning outcome assessment. Um, and it's not about checking boxes; it's about pr- improving student learning. So that the celebrations that we have at the end of the year are, are are they will continue, obviously, but there there are greater things that this college still can do besides what it's already doing. And with that, thank you very much. Thank
0: you, Terry. Thank you. The names and the no names.
10: Well, um, I think what I'll do is just draw your attention a bit to the um, public information office report, and then I'll, I'll finish with my report and, and add to uh, Terry's distress a little bit. The, um, a couple of things. This comes from the pub, from the PIO and the public information office. Um, it, it's, a, it's a fairly short document when you look at just these two pages, but it really talks about engagement with the community, those efforts and ongoing efforts with the community, highlights some of those things, and I would encourage you to do that. As you know, when it was mentioned last time, our engagement – through media, especially through Register and the other mediums in the Valley, has really increased. Um, I, I met with the editorial board this past week to talk about Napa Valley College and our vision mo- mo- uh, moving forward, and especially just to reinforce um, Dr. Juni's point that the college is focused on assessment, that LOAC is a, a committee that's finding its way and that we are committed to student success, and um, that was an important piece that I think they finally got. Um, so it was important for us to um, share it with you here. The um, an annual report is um, under underway and all, almost completely finished, just the last copying pieces, and that will be released um, probably in a, in a PDF form and then more of a printed form um, as folks arrive back in August. Um, the other pieces here um, to take a look at, I'd like to draw your attention to the social media piece. If I'm not sure you have that up there clearly, but... It's the, um, It says social media 25th hour. Really, w- w- the, the important piece of this at all is just to take a look. Um, let me see if we can scroll down there real quickly. A little more. Right there. Um, there's, m- we are actively engaged in social media. As you know, um, the, m- both the, the X generation, millennials, and, and many others now um, exclusively use the telephone or their cell phone. Sorry cell phone for, um, for communication. They, um, we've done several surveys here at the college as well that show that students are you know, very much um, e- plugging into the college social media. Facebook, Instagram, tweets retreats, retweets, sorry. Monthly emails through Constant Contact are now about 4,300 active. That started from zero about a year and a half ago and has been a very solid build. Um, high open rate at 27% shows that people are actually getting it, opening and looking at it. Um, it ties into all the other things that we've been talking about, all the other media events and those things, and it, it, what it does is generate more student participation at almost every level and community. Um, there is also a, uh, a published article, kind of a clipping service report for you to take a look at. It's 29 pages of that or so. You can see sometimes you don't get the paper every day or the articles. It's just a a kind of a cruise through the last month, um, and you can get a flavor for the kinds of things that the register and the local papers cover. So that is uh, really um, Doug Ernst's report, and I think that I will move now to the superintendent president's report. Start with Terry. I had notes too, Terry, sorry, Um, and, and I wasn't quite sure. Because it's officially unofficial, um it makes it a little difficult to, to, you know to, to really address it. We had planned um, and and our planning are going to hold um, uh, an event here back in mid-June that I'll let people know. I think most faculty will be um, away, but there are a lot of faculty who will actually be here, and we all and they're working, of course. and um, th- um, so we're excited to, to hold that. It'll be some kind of reception where we can really um, torture him with lots of going away. Conversations. I would like to say, though, you know, Terry's been a friend and a colleague. Uh, I had some other notes. You know, a collaborator, a great peer. I've learned a lot from Terry, and and we've had really wonderful, collaborative kind of conversations over over the few years here. He has been a fabulous contributor to, in in a very collaborative way to cabinet, um, and as we've talked about. Um, you know Terry's gift is is really about running it straight down the middle, really looking at at data and interpreting that data and bringing that to bear. And um, it's been fabulous, fabulous um, um, attribute for the college and for me. I'm going to miss you, my friend, and working with you. And but I also recognize that this is a fabulous opportunity, a great promotion, and um, you get to be near Disneyland, which is um, Maybe a little cat out of that bag there, but um, it's it's close. So um, we'll continue to celebrate, um, and um, you, you know we're still here for a, a while. And um, I'll work you to death while you're here for all that period of time. So congrats from me. Um, a couple other pieces on this. There are on the presidents. Um, um, I, I think that. Diana probably has a really good handle on this strong workforce program. We've been talking about this for about a year or so, talking about the pipeline of money that's really coming down from the chancellors and the legislature, and it, it's really starts at the federal level. If, if you're plugged in at, to the federal level and state, you can see that they're talking career tech, career tech, all the way along, and they're starting to make the strong case transfer is not for every student, a four-year degree is not for every student, and maybe that community colleges should be the first stop for every student, even if you wish to do a four-year or graduate. And, and you'll find us continuing that. There's a big pot of money that's that's coming down, and we'll get our share for that. I expect this, and I think you'll nod, um, that this will increase. It, it's very similar to SSSP in that the, there's a very strong commitment for many years behind this. Um, a couple things, and I, I we call it IIPI, so um, Institutional Effectiveness Partnership Initiative. Um, Napa Valley College has requested and been approved to host a partnership resource team that will come here um, in the fall. I think we have two visits. Dr. Warnall is is um, coordinating that with her team and wrote part of the, or most of the request for that with the cabinet's help and other folks' um, in, input. Excited about the initiative. This is a a volunteer group that comes to this campus to help us um, look at, analyze, and improve what we're doing. Um, As you can see of note, the last paragraph, 46 colleges have already had partnership resource team visits. Um, Forty-one of those colleges focused on integrated planning and budgeting. And so we're in good company here. There's a lot of great information. And it's a very typical problem that that we're addressing. But I believe that we're really going to be able to get at some good answers here. Um, Board of Governors, um, just down below, um, has um, I kind of identified that the the wave, I mean the um, Bog waiver program, is really the best in the United States. Um, it finds that about sixty percent of all California students attend community college fee free. No, that's wrong. They term, what's, help me with the term here, you guys. It's
8: fee, fee waiver?
10: Fee waiver fee. So they're, they're paying student fees, but they're not paying the, the tuition for e- in e- each of those classes. Um, it, it's a story that a lot of people don't even know. If, if you ask people the percentage of Napa Valley College who are not paying for you know, um, money for their classes for that tuition fee, you you'll be surprised. They won't they won't come up with this number, but we're very close to this 60%, I believe, Oscar, that we had talked okay. about. Yeah. Um let's see. Just a couple more things. The um the budget, there's pieces on the budget here. We're moving forward. we have really got our ear to the ground here and collecting a lot of information. We talked a little bit about the roll-ups this, this time of year and how um the four areas roll up their requests. Those are now at cabinet. We'll go back and forth a little bit and um, make sure that that, um, we highly communicate with the faculty staff um, about what things have been approved and not. Um, What we do in that process, too, is look for multiple requests that come from different areas that we can either leverage funds or we can uh, can more easily uh, allocate funds to them because they rise to the top as a priority for many different areas. Um, And uh, planning, uh, I think of note, we, we talked a little bit about the the college facilities master plan. It was scheduled, as you know, to be finished because um, we were going to do an update, and I think part of that was following on the EMP. We were considering, as you know, going out for a bond, and we felt that we couldn't do justice to the facilities master plan. We wanted to go back out and spend some more time on it. So the facilities committee, along with cabinet, endorsed that, um, got input from Senate, from the the unions, from the senates on, on that. And I think there's unanimity ar- across the campus that this is the, really the right thing to do. So in the fall, um, we'll really take a look. We're, um, we're going to do a um, kind of a resource utility look and take a look at all the spaces in the college, how we're using them. Um, but we want to do that with faculty and staff here. So w- w- I don't think that we're going to do very much over the summer than just continue to collect um, information. And then um, there's a whole list of selected community events. May is the time when um, I meet with a lot of folks. Um, of note, I think the, maybe a, a kind of a subtext is the college is now mentioned more often than I've ever heard it in most community meetings. Um, it's the hub for m- many um, civic organizations, foundations now meet here, business and, and um, Industry groups meet here. Um, the PAC has got higher uses, as, as you know, for kind of national or regional pieces. So it, it's um, taking on a flavor of a more central place for the community, and I think that's um, showing up in all of my conversations with, um, with leaders and, and indeed the mayor last night, in fact. Um, so um, with that, that is my report.
0: Thank you very much. approval of minutes, so we're looking at 12.1 and 12.2. 12.1 is the minutes of the regular meeting, March 10, 2016. And I believe during their brief break, uh, some corrections were distributed that are intended to be included uh, with any motion of approval. These were furnished by uh, Trustee Amy.
3: And there's also a I move to approve minutes as, as is. All
2: right, is there oh, a second? Which, which minutes?
3: For March. We're on March.
5: You're referring to the minutes in the packet? Yes. Yeah. 12one
4: not, not the whole, uh, not 12 point, not both of them, just twelve. Right, 12.1, March minutes. As submitted by staff. I'll second that. Been so, moved and properly seconded.
0: Uh, uh, any discussion?
7: Yeah. Yes. So um, I, I've talked to some different people who have been on boards, and um, I'm raising my bar for when I ask for changes. Um, I'm not going to be asking changes just to add more detail. I, I am very detail oriented, and I like more detailed um, accounting of what took place, but that's why I crossed off um, the changes to the first section where I was just asking for more detailed. Um, regarding my comments. However, the bar should be that they're factually correct and that without the changes, there isn't a distortion of what took place. Um, the purpose of the minutes is for the public who can't attend the meetings to know what took place here. So, you know, if there, if the changes, without the changes, if there are factually incorrect statements or statements that are distorted, they should be corrected. So, um I would like to keep the other two changes that I suggested. Uh, one of them was uh, to insert Dr. Warnell stated to show that it was an opinion, not a fact. Amy, what item? Oh, 9.3. They have a copy.
16: 9.3. Do you have a copy, Carolee, of yeah. this
2: one? Oh, I put a copy.
7: So, um, yeah, 9.3 at the very end to to insert Dr. Warnall stated, show that it was her statement. And then the last section, um, I actually took notes on that because I know it was getting really convoluted. And so I know that Marianne Mancuso did second my amended motion. Um, And then there was a lot of discussion about it. That's how it was. It was seconded because we discussed it. And I actually made a note that um, Trustee Mancuso seconded it, which I appreciate. Um, and when we voted, I voted in favor and so did trustee Gabriel Sanchez and everybody else voted against. Um, I, again, I took notes, so I would like that corrected as well. So I moved to amend the motion to insert Dr. Mornell stated. And then the second part, um, that Marianne Mancuso seconded my motion and that, I and Trustee Gabriel Sanchez voted in favor, and the remainder voted against.
5: Are you agreeing to the amendment? I do not. Okay, and
7: that's actually not Robert's rules. So anybody can second the motion, not just the person that made the original motion.
5: That was incorrect and was last meeting. And a, and a second. We haven't voted on that yet.
9: Amy's right. I did uh, after last meeting. I did go back and check Robert's rules, and she is right. Um, her, her amendment. So we do need to. If it receives a second, then we vote. It's a majority vote. Back to the
4: original motion if what the and when you can't, you can't make a motion when there's already a motion on the floor. Yes, yeah, yeah, you can. can,
9: and that's a that's one of the that's one of the motions that is um, that has the ability to interrupt other motions. So that, she's right.
7: And anybody can second it, not just the person that made the original motion.
4: So then what are we voting on?
5: Could you turn your mic on, please? Uh,
9: Amy motioned to amend uh, Mary Ann's motion. And that is is a motion that can interrupt another motion. So now there either has to be a second or that motion dies. And then it goes back to Mary Ann's motion. So... um, that, that is, you actually, there's no need for approval of the motion from the original person who made the original motion. I'm sorry, this is confusing, but uh, yes, uh, she's actually right. Yes. I actually,
7: right. and I want to make a point that, seconding the motion doesn't mean you agree to it. It means that you're allowing it to be discussed.
9: I'll second Amy's motion.
0: All right. So, so now we need to vote on the inclusion uh, of. Before we vote, I
4: would just like to comment on that, and that. Uh, the rest of the board is at a disadvantage to not having a photographic memory of the words spoken, and I tend to just... I have no reason to doubt staff's work at uh, bringing up the
7: minutes. I think we need to not talk about generally what... I want to talk about the specific language that I propose that we insert. If we could just stick with that, please. Ms.
3: Well, I, I just... I want to I just say that I... Uh, That's tr- changing it to trustee MacCusso seconded. I have no recollection of that, and my recollection goes to whatever Carolee, um you know, records at that time. So there, there
0: is a, a, a second on that uh, amendment to the motion that was first and seconded by. Hi Marianne and Daniel, so all those in favor and this is uh, in
3: favor of of,
0: of accepting Amy's, Amy's, Amy's amendment, amendment, amendment to your Got motion. It. Signify by saying aye. 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 Oppose? No, no. I abstain.
8: I'd actually like to comment or discuss just in terms of the whole process and at the matter in
4: hand with these I'm Four sorry we,
7: we can't Before discuss the whole process.
16: Can I get I'm not a clarification discussing the of the process? Vote?
4: But <laughs> they're not in the middle of a vote. In
16: favor of the motion to amend. Raphael abstained. Yeah. Everyone
0: else no? I, I actually
8: didn't vote because I wanted to have I wanted to say something. And well, at this point you have beyond, to vote. I'm going to abstain. Okay.
5: So the 3 of us voted yes, right?
4: Well, voted no. No. I mean, no. No for the. Who's on first? Three no's. All right. uh, Three abstentions and two yeses.
0: So it didn't happen. Motion doesn't carry. So now we're back to Mary Ann and and Dan's motion and second. Joanne's second. Joanne, excuse me. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed?
6: No. No. Abstain.
0: Staying. So the re- revisions to the minutes of March 10th uh, are I'm approved as...
16: Too, we have three abstentions, three in favor, and two no. Well, it, it, it still isn't a majority. So, so the minutes still go unapproved?
6: And I'm I'm abstaining because I was not present at that meeting. So,
4: Just. Voted on. <laughs> We haven't voted on. Yeah.
16: I, I, we it. Um, maybe somebody or a couple of people could listen to the recording. It is a little bit confusing. That's what I was
8: going to discuss. Is the minutes are backed up by audio and. I would like to see us look at our process for minutes because the Brown Act is somewhat vague as to what we actually have to do with minutes. And I would like to see us just do minutes on action items.
7: Mm-hmm. Right. The Brown Act and,
8: and cut. I, I listened to you when you were talking, so I'd like to just cut the this and the changes in the length of the the discussion down. part, right? Yeah similar to what the Board of Supervisors does regarding minutes because they think this is taking entirely too much time out of board meetings and people's uh, lives and other things that we have going on, and the minutes should not be this lengthy of a process. Yes,
15: Amy, go ahead.
7: So the Brown Act is clear that we have to record board actions and they should be correct, and um, board, action. board action, so motions, seconds, and the, the, the second part is a board action, and um, I took notes on it. I know what happened. The problem is that recording actually malfunctions, so we don't have a recording to back it up in this case, um, but again, I took notes, and Carolee doesn't disagree with, with what I've stated here. I think the outcome
16: is ultimately the same, and if the voting process was a little chaotic and I didn't capture it correctly, I, it, the outcome, the action that the board took is the same.
7: The other thing I w- want to say really quickly is that w- if we want to change our board policy, we can change our board policy, but our board policy says that we will go beyond what's required in the Brown Act, and not just record board actions, but also record major points of discussion, which we do. There's, And so when that happens, and, and until that ends, I, I, I think, again, there's, it shouldn't be factually incorrect or distorted in any way.
8: These are, these are meeting minutes. They're backed up on audio. They don't have to be... I mean, the action items, the votes, who voted for what, similar to what we did in Board Talk, that's what's important. Having... Right. I mean, all of this other stuff and, like, a page of the other page of change, I think that was for the March meeting. We have two board meetings worth of minutes to approve.
7: So Again, this, this is regarding stuff. a board action, and it, the board actions need to be recorded correctly. Board that is the Brown Mr. Act. Chair, we voted
4: on 12.1. Could we move to 12.2?
7: Like, uh, all,
8: I abstained initially. Yes. Comment. i will if this is and i didn't look at robert's rules in depth on this I got bored over can, the I, whole can, can i can i so can i, make a I would, i'll make a motion to approve if these changes are supported and if it is
9: actually backed by robert we don't have time to check that right now that, i I, mo- I mean we didn't approve uh, 12.1 so i motion to table those minutes to the next meeting and I'd also like to uh, – actually, we should probably vote on that motion first. I have another motion to make
4: Point of order, Mr. Chair. The yes. student trustee can't make a motion. I can make you a motion, Stan.
9: I've been able to this whole year.
4: All
0: right. Again, uh, Gabriel, your, your motion. So,
9: um, I'd like to motion to table the minutes for March tenth, 2016, to the next meeting. And hear me out, and then I'll make another motion. There's
0: our second to Gabriel's motion.
8: I will, in the manner of resolving this, I will second.
0: All those in favor of moving the approval to the next board meeting in June? Approval of the minutes. Signify by saying aye. Aye.
7: Because it sounded like Trustee Iverson was coming around, I move. <laughs> there's
9: a point of order. We're voting. We're, uh, there's a point of order. We're we're voting on a motion right now. So please can you no. guys vote. Because I'm yes. voting. Yes. No. That's a no. That, I can't say. No.
2: That.
4: No. 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 I have to say I'm glad this is not on live TV.
8: How would we like to get through the minutes?
7: Okay, we need to approve the minutes. So I move that we accept the minutes with the two additions that I made, which are that Dr. Warnell stated that to show it was her opinion, and to correct the board action so that it's actually correct.
0: Is there second to Amy's motion? No second. I'll second it. Yeah. Second. I just want to... All right. It's been moved and properly seconded. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Oppose? No. Abstain. Abstain? Abstain.
4: Abstain. I move to accept the minutes as submitted by staff.
0: I'm and moving and properly seconded. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? No. Abstain? Abstain. Two abstentions. That one passed. All right. Let's do it again with April 14th. It's uh, item 12.2. We again have uh, uh, Trustee Martinson submitted uh, some amendments.
7: I move that we accept the minutes with my amendments.
9: Second. It's been
0: moved and properly second to Approve the minutes of April Fourteenth with the amendments uh, submitted by Trustee Amy Martinson. All those in favor? I'd like you didn't call
7: for discussion. Oh,
0: question, discussion. Excuse me.
7: Okay. So again, as long as we're recording statements, and we are right now. Again, they should be correct. Um, I did not express concerns about foundation activities at that board meeting. I did that at the previous board meeting. At this board meeting, all I did was state that we receive confirmation from our board attorney that all college staff time spent on foundation activities must be reimbursed by, by the college to the college. Um, and also that she actually recommended that we have an annual accounting to the board of college staff time spent on foundation activities to make sure they don't exceed the $40,000 that we get from the foundation. Actually,
16: um, um, I did listen to this one, and that is not exactly what you said. You said it needed to be clarified, and that... Um, her interpretation of a portion was that meant the portion dedicated to the foundation,
7: meaning that all had to be reimbursed.
16: Right, but the the verbiage you're using here is not
7: okay. But I wasn't expressing concerns about the MOU. I was I was stating what our board attorney said, um, which was that basically all the um, College Foundation, all the college employees' time that needed to be reimbursed, and that she wanted, she thought it was a good idea to have an annual accounting to the board. And then the second part, I definitely did not say, I didn't express, I didn't ask for additional information on changes to legislation surrounding dual enrollment. I never asked for that. I, I don't know where that came from. So that's why I struck that.
5: So, Carolee, you listened to this one?
16: I listened to the, just for a moment, the first part of Amy's report. Um, where she was asking that the language be clarified uh, related to what was to be included in the audit that actually Ron had referenced.
3: I move to. Uh, there's a standing
0: it's been motion. it moved and seconded. It's on the, on the floor. So Are that concludes our discussion.
6: Discussion? Yes. <laughs> I. I'm not sure that this, I don't remember what Amy said, but my recollection of the discussion with the board attorney, this does not capture the whole thing. So it's not to me, it's not completely accurate uh, as to, yes, we had discussion about reimbursement, but we were discussing the opinion letter and the law behind that, which uh, also stated and we discussed that that reimbursement could be from services that the foundation is, is uh, providing. So that's my problem with this correction.
7: Well, it, it, it's what I said. It, it's what I said. And then the second part, I definitely did not talk about needing more information regarding changes to legislation. That's not in there. I, I know I didn't say that. I have my notes from my board report. I don't know where that came from.
16: Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think you were talking about... Um, about uh, Valley Oak and the opportunities for your students that might be related to this. And you,
7: yeah, I talked about dual enrollment, but I didn't ask for additional information on changes to legislation. I'm not sure where that I, came I from. S- I'll I accept the
3: changes. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
6: I was going to suggest we, we accept the changes um, and listen to the tape afterwards.
3: I will only accept the changes on 13.1. Uh, because that's a action that was recorded uh, incorrectly, but not on the second one. It, it seems there's too much conflict uh, of what was actually said there.
7: Again, they're my statements. I know what I said, and it, there is a recording to back that up. Well, that's,
9: I have that's a point, point of point. order. Um, we were about to vote, and we closed the discussion. So, you know, we need to vote. I don't recall
0: closing the di- discussion. So the the motion is, uh, and it's been seconded, of uh, approving the minutes of April fourteenth, 2016 with the addition of uh, 13.1 and 14.3, those changes that were uh, um, pointed out by uh, trustee or brought forth by Trustee Amy Martinson, 13.1 and 14.3. So it's an inclusivity. So unless I hear a motion against that, then the vote will be forthcoming if discussion is concluded. I discussion would, is concluded then
8: I would motion changes as is said the changes to thirteen point one. Is there a second to that?
5: second
0: all right so we're voting on Amendment to the motion of retaining 13.1 as submitted by Trustee uh, uh, Martinson and not accepting 14.3 as part of that motion. Uh, All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? No. No. Staying on this one. Staying. I know what I'm voting for. All right, so it sounds like the, the motion carried. All right, so now we're voting on the amended motion. Which incorporates 13.1 of Trustee Martinson's comments for the 14th of March, 2016, excuse me, for uh, uh, April 14th, 2016. All no, those in.
9: Mr. Chair, can I ask for a roll call vote uh, for the trustees in order to not, yes. you know, um, complicate roll call? The, uh, we're allowed to do that, by the yes. way, so. Roll call.
0: Uh, any other discussion? Repeat the motion, please. The, the motion is to accept the minutes as presented on 14th, April 2016 of the regular meeting. That's item 12.2 with the acceptance of 13.1 on the comments, uh, corrections submitted by uh, Trustee Amy Martinson and disallowing 14.3. Uh, Isn't that
3: what we just voted on?
0: No, we have voted on the motion to include, and so we voted oh, to include okay. it. So now we're voting on okay. the approval with that entire package bundled up. So all those in favor signify by saying aye. I, I thought we were doing a roll call. Roll, roll call, yes. Excuse me. We
7: have any discussion about that? Are we, are we ready for the discussion? Plenty of discussion. Okay. All right. Gabriel Sanchez.
16: Aye. Marianne Mancuso. Aye. Dan DeGardi.
2: No.
16: I <laughs> think Kyle Iverson,
0: but there there may be some misunderstanding here. With uh, I think there's clearly some misunderstanding. Yes. Yeah. So what we're approving is the minutes of the 14th of April, item 12.2, with the allowance of one time, which we voted on and approved, which was um,
4: uh, 13.1. Right. So I thought we already did that.
0: So, so no, now we're voting for the entire bundle of the minutes plus the amended and accepted uh, motion of 13, accepting 13.1
4: in the minutes. Correct. Let me change my vote then to aye.
16: Kyle Iverson? Aye. Joanne Busenbach? Yes. Amy Martinson? No. Rafael Rios? And Michael Baldini. Saying. The motion carries. Thank you very much for your patience and understanding
0: and cooperation as we go through this learning process. Uh, I will ask um, that the ad hoc committee, as originally intended, take a look at the uh, uh, Board of Trustees policy on, on minutes and correct any misunderstandings and bring it back to the full board.